Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the show. You are listening to Punch Counterpunch from the Wannabe Network. It's it's uh it's been a while since we've been here, Ethan, and it feels it feels weird to even say those words that this is Punch Counterpunch. Yeah, I was gonna say, what was the show again? Yeah, Punch Counterpunch. I mean, it's been a while. It has been a while. It's it's right. You know, it's like how long has it been since our last show? Like four months, something like that. Oh, longer than that. Really? Yeah, I think I think we did a. We had a couple three months where we didn't do one, so we did a catch up in May after I got back from my cruise. And that was the last show we did, so it's been six months at least. Um Yeah, yeah I mean is it safe to say that life happens? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean that's that is exactly what has happened. Now I have up until this month, have kind of kept things going with my show, but even that is like it's it's getting hard to cut out that time to do it. I've had friends that have come on and have done the show, but really, I've I've been wanting to do it with Ryan, but you know, life's happened for Ryan, and he's completely snowed under with his projects and whatnot. So, yeah, it, it's. It's in the spot where you got busy. Ryan's busy. I can't say I'm busy, but let's just say I'm busy. And <laughs> yeah, you know, well, and I am you know, as as we'll catch yeah. up. You know, I I've been right. busy, but it's it's not for important things. Yeah, I I definitely feel that, and like I don't know. It's it's not also from a lack of not wanting to get together. Like I I think we've wanted to get together for a while now, but it's just like. This is a new this is supposed to be a news show, you know, and like it's hard for me to want to take the time to try and find topics that are all it's like there's nothing in the news that's really worth talking about. And the people that do it professionally, they're already doing that. So it's like it'd be different if I was just another voice, you know, it's like something big happens in like Blizzard or something like that. We all kind of chime in and like throw our two cents out there because that's a big deal. There's no big deals happening right now at all, really, that I can think of. I mean, gaming, I mean, we have the Game Awards, but, like, whoop-de-doo. Like, there's literally nothing, like, they'll have to do something, like, I'm hoping maybe this Game Awards will be grandiose enough to where, like, it'll get me excited for the next few years of gaming. Because right now, it's like, I'm not excited for anything gaming-wise. Like, there's nothing, like, my, my pile of shame backlog is so i mean it is truly it is truly shameful i'm not even gonna lie massive yeah it's bad yeah so like i took a peek at my headlines this morning thinking "Eh, is there something i can bring to the conversation tonight and the lead headline was basically just detailing in numbers the carnage of this year for tech firms and the layoffs that have taken place since january you know and and just graphs and this is not things i want to talk about it's not pleasant it's not nice uh it's as as a result of what we all know the economy is terrible right now (laughs) you know for 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 most of us and you know it's 
talking about it isn't going to bring me any happiness. You know, there's nothing exciting for me about it, you know? And so, yeah. And, and that's just kind of what's out there and nothing has really struck me as something I want to talk about. It, it's, it's kind of one of the reasons why I quit my original age of geek show. And, and now that, it, you know, now that geekly retrospect has a different format and something different to look at from month to month, that's cool. And it's something I can be excited about and talk about when I put those shows together. Um, yeah, the news front is really bleak right now. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it, you hit the nail on the head. It's like, I just don't want to talk about any of it. You know, like there's nothing exciting to talk about. And the things that I'd normally be excited to talk about, like I'm sick of, you know, and it's just frustrating. And we're going to get into that a little bit. But, you know, like I, I'm glad to see that we can just pick up right where we left off, though, you know, podcasting wise, because it's like I'm already like in the zone, ready to go and like have this discussion. <laughs> like we're obviously thinking similar things. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Now, now I'm in the zone. <laughs> nice. What do you, yeah. Okay. Bourbon bros. What are you, uh, what are you drinking there? Uh, cheap bourbon. Really? That's what I'm drinking. Cause the economy's bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm enjoying, I don't, I don't really mess around these days. You know, I almost died, Ethan. Um, that's how I view it. So I just, I like to live life in the fast lane now. So I'm not even messing around. <laughs> this is just a two liter of Sprite Zero. <laughs> Zero um, sugar Sprite. Yeah, dude, okay. I'll tell you. So about last year, me and Emma, I started buying Dr. Pepper Zero, you know, and I just kept buying. I was like, man, this tastes a lot like just regular Dr. Pepper, honestly. So I kept trying these, you know, like the zero, not diet, but like zero sugar stuff specifically. And I'll tell you, it's a game changer because I've been drinking zero sugar soda now and uh, I didn't have any last night at work. So I went to go get a regular Sprite and I took one drink out of that regular Sprite and mm -hmm. bro, I felt sick to my stomach. Like I was going to yeah. die. And it's yeah. kind of funny, you know, we weren't actually like back in the thirties and forties, like refined sugar, like wasn't a thing. Like, yeah. like you'd be lucky if like your neighbor had like a little bit of like molasses or something that they could like loan you. And like, that's what you would sweeten your stuff with. But like, you didn't have white table sugar. Like that wasn't a thing. So it yeah. just like, since I learned that and I was like, Oh my God, like that hasn't always been a thing. It just really, it's really made me like freak out about sugar. Like I very rarely consume <laughs> sugary things now. It's just so funny. Don't, it, it's, it's good to be conscious of it. Don't let it consume you. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Oh, I but, say that. But no, there's definite you know. benefits because anywhere where you could put sugar on something, uh, I've cut all of that out. So if I have a bowl of cereal, I don't put a tablespoon of sugar on it. Like I used to, you know. Right. Um, and and in, in my coffee, I stopped putting sugar in my coffee. I just drink it straight black. Uh, not eat, no creamer, no nothing. Uh, a little bit of rum chata if I've got it in the house and it's a day off, you know. I'll do that. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah, anywhere where you add sugar to something, I just quit doing it. And then, yeah, the sodas. I have cut way back on soda and it, it does. It makes a huge difference uh, mentally it and does. physically. Yeah. yeah, it really does. And it's like, you know, whenever you go back to it, it's like, man, and, you know, I was telling Emma, like, you know, whenever it's payday, we go through Chick-fil-A, like on payday, like we get off at six o'clock in the morning, like we're hitting up Chick-fil-A breakfast and like 
I might get a Coke. You know, I'm not like never going to have sugar soda again, but I just, I, we just don't keep it in the house. Well, treat yourself. You know. You know? Yeah, exactly. Treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. So anyways, okay, bourbon bros over. I'm not even yeah. having any, any alcohol, but you know, whatever. Hey! Thanks so much for showing up. If this is your first time here, I would really appreciate it if you consider subscribing. It would seriously mean a lot. A fun fact for you, many YouTubers actually get most of their numbers from people who are not subscribed. So if you enjoy my personality, if you enjoy the content you've seen here, consider subscribing. I would seriously, seriously appreciate it. It just, dude, I, I it makes me sad, but I just don't have the taste like I used to for bourbon whiskey like of any kind really at the moment I, I mainly if i drink alcohol it's either beer or wine um i just i know like it's just funny how like once you get you know i was drinking whiskey probably almost every day and you just don't realize like how it affects you like yeah mentally you know so i just right. it's been it's been a, about a year now i've cut i i don't really drink liquor at all anymore but mm. you know i'll have a cocktail every Good now man. and then but like yeah I'll have a cocktail every now and then, but I just, ever since I got on antidepressants, like I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> I was going to say there's, you know. there's a big reason for that. And yeah, you're, you're smart. You're yeah. smart to be cutting, cutting back like that. Yeah. Good man. But anyways, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I feel like we're a fine gentleman because uh, Ethan called me a man. Anyways. All right, Ethan, let's get into the show. So I want to just throw a fastball at you right now. And say, what happened to going to the movies and having a good time? Oh, man. No kidding. Um, I'm, I feel... I'm actually... Go ahead. I'm going Go ahead. to the movies this weekend. I'll just oh, state yeah? that right now. The new Godzilla minus, minus One is out tonight, actually. And was going to go tonight. But then you said, you hit me up this week earlier. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing a thing already. <laughs> <laughs> right. So... So I'm going tomorrow, and this will be my first trip back to the movie theater. Um, yeah, post COVID, uh, I don't. Oh no, no, no! I did go see the the Super Mario Brothers movie. I did go to the theater for that. That's the only movie I've seen in theater, and this will be the second time I'm going back. And I'm probably going by myself. I don't know if Eli is going to go with me or not. I will find out. But yeah, it it's not a thing anymore. Not well, when you have streaming services coming out with it uh, a month, two months after it's released in theaters. Yeah. Or, or I digitally, mean, when it's yeah, coming out digitally. I mean, it's like, you know, it's funny. Like, I thought that the movie theater, it's like, yeah, like you, like if you go and see an amazing movie, like that's, that's great. But like you would go for like the experience, like you're excited, like you get the popcorn, you do the stuff, like it's an experience. And that, and to me, makes your viewing of the movie even better like if you're in a good mindset you're enjoying like some comforts and then you watch like an amazing movie it's like oh wow like you love that movie from then on out post-covid i went to the theater over 60 or 70 times for sure whenever i was an alamo member like i was going a couple times a week there for a little bit to see things that i legitimately wanted to see and it was like, I only got so much serotonin and it's like, yeah, most of these movies suck, <laughs> you know, and the movies that I really, really enjoyed that I, I wouldn't, you know, I just, I wouldn't talk about them in mixed company. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you just it, there's not it's not like the good old days where like you're everyone's like going to see the same movies like there's no there's nothing to like unify like the masses anymore i mean avatar that was like probably the closest thing but like i mean what there hasn't been like a moment in cinema for a while now to me i bet there's gonna be people that would argue oppenheimer and barbie but like that'll be on that that is on the short list i'm sure yeah but i I still have not seen either of those movies me either um yeah, so we have lines that even if we've never seen the movie, we know because they show up in pop culture. So when I say "show me the money," we all know what movie I'm referencing, right? right? Exactly. And the yeah, and and I, anybody starts talking about a movie they've seen in the last two three years, I'm lost. Yeah, I don't know if it may be their favorite reference. I have no clue. But here's the other thing. I'm not hearing a lot of people quoting movies, even people that are in the know. It's movies true. are not quotable like they used to be. Nope. The 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 I the smartness in writing feels like it has drained from entertainment I, I think lar- I, in a large part. I think I know the reason, and I, I think it's I would argue that the number one moneymaker is nostalgia. And true. I think you know, there was a time period based on technology, like you could only stagger so much nostalgia, you know, or like it only made so much sense. Like whenever Star Wars came back, like the nostalgia started coming back, like whether you wanted it to or not, because all of a sudden everyone's talking about Star Wars and people who don't know anything about Star Wars, like you're talking to them about it. And it's like all of a sudden you're reinvigorated for this thing you really like. Yeah, there is. Everything is just so it's not about telling a good story anymore. And like No, it's about selling tickets. It's about selling tickets and selling tickets only. And it's it, I say nostalgia is the killer of modern entertainment in so many ways because I'm seeing it across every medium. So on TikTok, like whenever you're trying to like like a hype moment, you know, a lot of people use the Thanos snap. Like that is an iconic moment that people are going to be using forever to meme stuff and do whatever like that's an amazing moment right but i i I agree with you like since endgame what has there been where we all just kind of unitedly come together and be like yes right yeah nothing Uh, and here's the other thing and and i'm not saying it's all hollywood's fault it's not i think a a large part of it is coming out of post-pandemic the way people want to spend their time and how they spend their time has fundamentally shifted and and so when i'm you know take for instance this godzilla movie i'm a big kaiju movie fan um i would have had a conversation with a couple of other friends that i know are into it and pre-pandemic certainly 2014 when Godzilla came out in the theaters, I went to the theater a couple of times with friends, right? We made the time to do that together. And now everyone's so busy and it's, it's just hard to dial a friend up for me anyway. I know it's not that way for everybody, but it does seem to be kind of the trend because audience is dwindling but it's hard for me to to dial up a friend and say hey godzilla's out friday night let's go because i i know i know where my friends are at and they're busy 
right? So right. so I just end up making the choice. I'll just stay in and I'll go when I feel like it, you know. Yeah. And I, and and I, mean, I think I think the lifestyle it has a lot to do with it as well. Yeah, I agree. And I think like Yeah. It and you know, you can't fault people for having busy lives, obviously, like or at least having busy times in their lives. And I think there's times where all of your friends have busy lives at exactly the same time. It's like, wow, I texted you like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times in the past like couple months and you've said nothing, you know. And I mean, I'm obviously exaggerating a little bit, but you know, it does make you worry because it's like you just hope they're okay. You know, you you hope that like, you hope that like they're not being swallowed by this black hole that is life, you know, and, and that they won't forget that you exist. And like, you know, it's like, yeah, dial me up and like, let's go see a movie sometime. You know what I mean? Like it, it it's, I just, I wish those times, I wish it was like, I wish it was pre COVID how it used to be kind of like what you're talking about. But you know, it's, it's funny. Like even in the video game world, like right now in Fortnite, um, you know, it's the OG season, the OG map, the first map, the first ever battle royal map that was out on Fortnite. And like the player count is the highest it's ever been right now. And me knowing how obviously, you know, we should all everyone's super excited. And I don't want to take like poop on anyone's excitement. They are only doing this to figure out how they can exploit your love of nostalgia to make more money. Like that's the only reason. And it's sad that like, I don't know, it, it kind of ruins the fun because now it's like, yeah, no one puts out like anything honest hearted anymore because they actually want to, like they just want to make money. So yeah. I don't know. Like I, I wanted to get well, your thoughts on, go, go, ahead. Let, let's, go ahead. Let's talk about that then. Um, because we have, we we both have in our past a gaming franchise that we both at various times or together have loved that has fallen by the wayside because it fell victim to trying to gain players back with nostalgia and trying to mix in new but epically failing at all of it and i'm referring to 343 and halo infinite some will say that Infinite is riding the ship and that it's getting better. That's great. But the fact is they took they had one shot to get a a massive player base back immediately. And they they fumbled it. And, and that is still carrying forward to today. And that's just a microcosm of what I what you're describing, Fortnite and uh Call of Duty. Uh all all of these games are experiencing what to me is kind of it's kind of the, the curve is flattening isn't it and, and people are people are looking for something different now and that's why you're seeing a rise and you know uh this has been a very good year for new titles ip that is not that hasn't already been mined before right uh, bethesda has come out with starfield and i know it's split but i really liked it i enjoyed my experience in it I've moved on, but I will, I'll revisit that game. Um, but that was something different. Uh, other titles, uh, Deliver Us Mars. I'm 
currently enjoying that game. Uh, the Invincible. That was a great game and very short. Didn't I didn't have to waste a, a month of, of my game time, my precious game time, to enjoy that experience. Um, there are those experiences out there. But the problem is, I don't know anyone else that's playing those titles other than Starfield. Right. So I'm experiencing this and I'm enjoying myself, but I'm singular in the experience. And there's not a lot of other people that I know that I can talk to about it. And so it does. You 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 find those games and you're great and you can talk about them with friends, but really you're isolated. Yeah. You, yeah. And so even though we're even though we're out of pandemic, we're all kind of doing doing our own thing and we're all kind of isolated still. Yeah. And that is that is gaming, that is entertainment right now. And it's it's a double-edged sword because like you know, when you have enough time to yourself like you can kind of actually like discover what you actually like rather than, you know, it's like there's things that we would podcast about. It's like not everyone loves X Y and Z, but they'll consume it be- so that they can be a part of the conversation. And I think that's what's been lacking and I think I kind I'm kind of echoing what you're saying. It's like I'm just not excited to talk about anything except those few things. Like right now, you know, I'm playing Elden Ring and that's, you know, kind of old news. That's kind of old news at this point. But, you know, like the person that finally convinced me to play it, it's like I've been texting them, but it's like now they don't want to talk about it because they've moved on from it already. Right. (laughs) So it's like, you know, so it's like, and it's, it is funny. It can be isolating. And I, I think if I didn't, have a website where I could like put a blog out just randomly, whether someone reads it or not, just for me, you know, if I didn't have that, I would go nuts. Like, you know, and it, it, it's, it is a double-edged sword because it's good to like figure out what you like, because if you really, really like something likely you'll, you'll be happy to appreciate it repeated times. Like, especially like if it's an RPG or something or, you know, a shooter you really like or whatever, once I find what I really like, I'm really kind of apt to just stick stick to that, you know, like the same 10 to 20 bands. Like I'll venture out every once in a while, every once in a great while, a, a band will pique my interest. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this band now. Right. Like there's there's all those things. But the days of everyone just kind of like being OK with letting the conversation be what it is. And I mean, it just feels like those days are kind of over, you know, in, in a way. Um, like no one, no one gets along online anymore. Like everything, the console war nonsense is still like, how is that still being discussed? I, I don't understand. It's like, dude, just, I, okay. Let's just say it. Sony won. Who cares? Yeah. Who Do cares? Your thing. Who yeah. Cares? It's like, it, yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like they, if you had to say, it's not even worth talking about, but it, it's, everything just feels very disjointed. You know, and I do think it's good to like figure out what your taste is and be confident in that. That way, whenever it does come up, you find someone else. It's like, oh, yeah, I like that game, too. Like you can have that connection now or whatever. But, yeah, I miss the days where everyone just kind of whether you wanted to talk about it or not, like you just showed up and like whatever happened, happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We we got a taste of it a little bit when Starfield came out because you were playing. I was playing. Um, we had a, a few text messages over it. We were able to discuss it with, with Jacob Bush, you know, 
we all knew it was going to hit. It hit. We all were able to experience it at roughly the same time. It's been a long time since I've experienced a game like that. And it, it is. It, it scratches a little bit of that itch. You you feel like you're a part of, even though you're not directly involved in playing with someone else, you feel like you're a part of a community, right? And you're right. that A, a large part of that feels like it's kind of dispersed enough. There's an, There's enough places to go on your own that it, it does it has that isolating effect and and yeah it can be a bother that said it's important for you to recognize if you feel like you are that far disconnected find something that's going to connect you with a larger community and i know like for myself one thing that has really come to the forefront and that's tabletop gaming and I've been able to host a, a couple of parties at my house now with various people. Some people I haven't, I haven't played, I haven't rolled dice with at all <laughs> and have, have brought them in to play Firefly, uh, the board game that I, you know, I've played, I've played that for years and it's just been a phenomenally refreshing experience. And I didn't realize how much I wanted it until you know, you have that anticipation of everybody showing up and the, the board game is out on the table and everything is in its place and you know what's about to go down. And there's people in the group that don't know what's about to go down. You're about to explain it to them. They're about to experience this for the first time. And then you have those moments that I know they're coming and then they hit and everybody has a laugh and it's, uh, it, you know, it's moments like those that remind you what it means to to stay connected to stay a part of a community and and it fuels you for the next the next time and you know i i'm enjoying that cycle right now of you know picking weekends where four or five people can get together and let's throw dice you know let's let's fly a ship let's build a crew you know yeah let the reavers attack us Right. Keep flying, you know, and it's yeah. it's I've been enjoying that. And hopefully you and Emma involved in that here for too long. But, yeah, uh, we want to play. It's just been it's just been hard to connect. But we she's yeah. she's down because she it's it is funny. Like there's especially for that type of gaming. There's no other game really that like brings that type of joy, you know. Every once in a while, you get in like a big party of Sea of Thieves with some with a few friends, you know, and like it's just kind of whatever. That's kind of how tabletop gaming feels to me, or it can feel because it's like you, everyone's just there. You're just there to play and have a good time, you know. Like it's a shared no experience. Reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. and that's and that's special. But you know, I think there's a lot of people that, and this is something I'll, I'll share something that I've realized recently. You know we've been in kind of a forced isolated position recently just with our work situation, our, our routine and things like that. And whenever you're in a situation like that, you kind of move in waves where you're down, you do nothing, you know, after a tragedy's happened, you're down, you're doing nothing. You're just trying to figure out what normal looks like. And then slowly, but surely you start to actually mentally get back to the things that make, you know, that, that are make you part of who you are, you know, like, here we are. This is the first podcast that we're doing since I lost my house. Um, I've been working on music. I haven't worked on music in a long time. You know, 
and it feels good to be in those head spaces again and like have kind of that creative hunger again. But now it's like, I, I, it's like I've learned a lesson from last time though. It's like, you're more like focused on those things. And, and that's been giving me a deeper sense of fulfillment, which I think can help you to be around other people, you know, like whatever your thing is, whether, whether it's a game or music or your job or whatever, like that thing that is like right in front of you, it's like a dangling carrot, but you know, it's going to be a challenge. Like you should run to that challenge, I think. Um, and like challenge yourself every time because likely you'll overcome the challenge and then it's like, oh, that's a success. So then eventually you can get to the point to where like you can be around people again and like be yourself again, you know, because that's what Emma and I have been talking about that. But a lot of people are afraid to take that step to like feel fulfilled. So I think if there's anyone out there listening and you feel like you're not being you're not fulfilling something, whether it be a personal venture or whatever. It literally never hurts to just practice. That's kind of how I view everything I put out. Like it's just all practice. Every blog, every podcast, every video, like it should be, that's like my truth. Like I put it out because that's how I feel. It's like part of expressing yourself. So how old are you now? You're 27, six, 28. Okay. 28. So, you are probably well aware now of, of this point of the cyclical nature of our moods and how we how we function. And everybody's different. I understand that. But it it doesn't matter if you're an outgoing person or an introvert or a musician or a gamer. Or, it doesn't matter what you are. Everything goes in cycles. Right. And you you're coming off of a pretty you're you're at you've, you've scraped the bottom of that barrel. Uh, pretty hard <laughs> as far as changes and how that will drag you down and and uh, keep you under for perhaps longer than you wanted to be. Um, you know, it, it, we all go through it, and and I'm not I'm not saying that in in a way that that mitigates what you've had to deal with because I know it's been rough for the last few months. I'm not I'm not speaking directly to your situation just saying in general we all have to deal with that down cycle and uh you know if you're coming up from that then that that's awesome and that's only going to benefit our ability to get together in game or podcast or whatever and so i i i i'm encouraged by that and if you're if if your interest goes more toward music that's fine i look forward to hearing hearing that music you know it's it's there's benefits not just to yourself there are you have friends out here well it, that you are know, yeah. waiting to hear hear from you as well so it's it's encouraging yeah and i appreciate that it's just it's i kind of view it as like there were a lot of lights that i got to turn off for a long time you know for four or five years that i didn't have to turn on for a long time and those lights really needed to be on you know so now I'm starting to see some of those lights come back on again. And it's like, oh, okay. Like you're just, you know, trying to find that normal again. So I, I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, the music I kind of view, it, I just kind of, it kind of hit me one day. I was working on something and I've always been like so worried about 
how my songs might be perceived by other people, you know, like, oh, you know, if I'm going to put this out, like I want people to like it. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Um, I'm going to put music out that I like. Like I my like I want to have music of mine that I made that I like that I can just like go to Spotify and listen to and like I can learn from myself, you know, like if you make something you like, you put it out, you know, I was showing a workmate last night, a demo I was working on and like just to see their reaction and like see them light up. I was like, well, there's my one person that likes it. Like that's all the validation I need. And it wasn't even done yet. It was like actually not even close to being done. It's still not even close to being done, but like it was just that little hint that gave me enough confidence to keep working on it. So like whenever I put out music now, it's like, yeah, when it's done, it's done. It's going to come out of nowhere. I'm just going to be like, hey, here's this thing. And like I still want to pot like podcasting content creation. I think it all kind of goes hand in hand. It all kind of intertwines. And I've learned a lot about all the different projects I've worked on the past few years to put me in this next phase now of like what I want to do. And it's a lot different than what I thought it was going to be, but that's okay. Like this is just what it is right now. So it's, it feels good to be, you know, actively creating, but like it's also, it also feels good that I, to know that I'm not having three or four people, you know, wondering if they're going to hear from me, if we're going to be podcasting this week, (laughs) you know, it's also nice to know that I won't have multiple podcasts scheduled, (laughs) It's, you know, every it's week. really nice. Yeah. It's really nice to have a hobby where you're not under pressure. Yeah. It- That's, um, and, and it's important. It's important to have that because if you don't feel like doing it, uh, and you're not getting paid to do it, then if you don't want to do it, don't do it. And that's, that's kind of been our philosophy. We, we talked about that going into this whole thing and we went guns a blazing there for quite a few months pandemic made it really easy but you know we're past that now and our lives are busy and if we feel like taking six months and not doing a podcast it's gonna happen and if we feel like doing three or four or five months back to back to back we'll do it awesome but uh don't necessarily get comfortable with that yeah exactly (laughs) because you know and, and you know that if you're subscribed to this podcast feed like there's multiple shows here. I, I'm I've been talking with other people, you know, because I don't want to start up a show or start doing a show again that I can't have a plan for, you know, and that I can't have everyone on board with that plan. Where it's like, you know, back whenever it was me, Mikey, Caleb, and Ryan, it was just like we all had it. We were all like it was like clockwork, you know. We just all had it. We all knew Thursday from. 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. or 10 p.m. whatever like we're gonna record from that time and we were all set in that so that's really what I'd like to get back to but like on a smaller scale I'd like to just have something out every other week (laughs) on this podcast feed whether it's a punch counterpunch a geekly retrospect a Gabe and Emma or something else you know yeah it would just be amazing to have you know, a few, sh- and then, you know, it'd also be nice to like have months where it's like we're on break for a month or two. Like, yeah, you know, you can, you'll hear from us back in whatever, but you, you don't know what that's going to look like until you just do it. And that's the challenge of this all. It's like, I know I want to do something 
with all of this. I don't know how much time it's going to take, but I do know that if I keep practicing and putting stuff out and keep looking for opportunities, something's going to happen. Like that's just, it it just will, you know? So it, it does, but you're right. It does feel good to be like, yeah, I'll make something like I'll film something when I want. I'll edit it when I want. I'll, you know, I'll like, I'll do what I want. If I feel like I can get everything done in one day, I will. But if I can't, did you, whatever. Did you ever watch, did you ever watch the movie? What about Bob? Richard a long Dreyfus. time ago and Bill Murray, yeah. right? And Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. But a long th- time th- you ago. know, there's, there's the line in there that, that reminds me of it's when Bill Murray's getting out of the house, baby steps. Yeah. You know, baby steps <laughs> to the front door, baby <laughs> steps down the stairs. Right. Baby steps to the to the street, you know. Yeah, and that's that's it. Set those small goals, right? And uh, and and if they feel worthwhile in hitting those goals, keep at it. You know, yeah, that's, right. Uh, we all have to do that. Yep. with a variety of things. I hear you. I hear you, Ethan. And that's why I love doing this show because it's like most people, if they were serious podcasters, they'd be like, "Yeah, no, I don't want to do a show if we don't have a schedule." And it's like. Well, I guess we're not doing a show. I've so, never been a serious podcaster then. Yep, I get. Yep, there you have it. <laughs> so there, that, no, that's seriously, it's this is this has been one of the best hobbies for me, and it's one of the ones that I've stuck with the longest. Right? You know, yeah. I, one thing I've realized about myself: my dad, when I was younger, said I was a Renaissance man, and I was like, whatever. I, you know, I didn't fully appreciate what he was insinuating. Now that I'm older, yeah, I'll embrace that. It could because next month. You know, I may not want to podcast ever again. Right. You know, it, it's just it's it's going to happen because something else has got my interest. Right. And I'm going to go hardcore for two, three months on, you know, mountain biking or whatever comes along. You know, it, it right. And that's just how I am. Yeah. But podcasting has always kind of been there as a constant. Uh, maybe I'm not the most regular with it, but it there's definitely a love for it. And so it's. There are moments when I want to say, forget it. I want to sell the mixer and the microphones and just not do it anymore. But I know as soon as I do that or or a few months down the road, if I were to do that, I would re- immediately regret my decision. Yeah, you would. Because that's whenever I'd be like, all right, Ethan, I got the schedule. <laughs> like, let's do yeah. that. <laughs> I know. I know. Literally. Yeah. It's like how, how many bass guitars have I bought and sold over the last, you know, <laughs> 10 years, right? You know, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. It's like anyway. whenever you're like it's like the adult version of like we used to like we'd buy and sell our Xboxes and Playstations, like we'd yes. a bunch of us would yes. get Xbox, sell our Xbox and then get Playstations, then we'd yep. swap, you know, and then finally I remember I just bought both of them. And, you know, it was like and we still didn't find a way to play games together. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> It's just funny how it all works out, but mm-hmm. anyways, well, I, I think that's enough heavy, heavy stuff for the top of the show. You know, we've been going for a while now, but yep. um, I felt like that was a pretty good primer. So I, I wanted to ask you, like, we're going no notes where this is just straight up raw. Yeah. What's been new in your world? I know you've been playing quite a bit of Elite Dangerous. Uh, you know, tell us, tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, finally concluded the uh journey into the void uh expedition and let's see we took off i think it was june 3rd i made my first carrier jump out of the bubble 
and headed off just into the black. Now, the intent was to go all the way across the Milky Way galaxy. Didn't get that far, but that's fine. It, it, you know, that was that was a goal. And I decided that was too big of a goal. <laughs> yeah. So we actually got halfway across the Milky Way. We were right next door to the center of the Milky Way and stopped the carrier out there and just went. And I, I did. I, I journeyed out a little ways, a few hundred light years past the carrier or away from the carrier and just surveyed systems. And it was every system I was jumping into. Nobody had been there before. Four billion stars in the galaxy. You're bound to find something that nobody else has touched. And sure enough, it was a very, very nice pocket there where there was nothing. And I charted, I don't know how many systems. I lost count. I think the final total of what I turned in between planets and star systems surveyed and uh, biological data gathered on certain planets I think I raked in a total of about two and a half billion credits. Oh, my God. Which is nice. It will keep my carrier solvent for a, a several years to come. So a very fruitful trip. Um, had to mine a whole lot of tritium. Tritium is the fuel that allows your carrier to jump 500 light years per jump. Um, had, to, had to mine quite a bit of tritium. And had to stop along the way back to mine a little bit extra to uh, to get us all the way back to the the inhabited bubble. But all in all, a very good trip. Um, the guys that went on the carrier with me, I saw a couple of them while out there. Uh, Seth was one of them. My brother was another. Got to spend a little time hanging out in chat with them while we were out mining tritium. Um, you know, it's it's experiences like that where you can hang out with people online and just just talk you're not you're not talking about the game you're just talking about life in general and just enjoying time uh mining is very relaxing in that game i i find it very relaxing and uh you know had had a few moments like that while out on this expedition um six months later carriers parked back in our home system uh back to doing a little bgs work in idensu and uh trying to uh, take the anarchy faction to the top of the list and maybe expand them, do a little piracy, a uh, little murdering. You know, <laughs> some killing. Get my murder on. Spartans, <laughs> what is your profession? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Elite it continue, it's like podcasting. Elite just continues to be one of those games that no matter what I'm interested in, Elite's always there kind of in the background. And when I still want to step into it, I step into it. And when I want to disappear for a month, I'll disappear for a month. But it's always there. You know? Yeah, and, that's kind of how I am yeah. with Destiny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The same same thing for you. I know you've talked about that at length. Um, but like I said, I, I alluded to, I've, I've played Deliver Us Mars. Uh, that's a great game. Visually um, puts you in space. Was it Deliver Us the Moon? Was that their first game or their second that game? That was... That was the first game. Okay, I have that twenty nineteen. I have that on yeah. PS five. So Deliver Us Mars is the follow up that came out this year, and it's it's good. It's it's worth the playthrough. So I've been slowly making my way through that one. Um, like I said, The Invincible. Look, it's based on a book that was written in nineteen sixty four, and visually, the the developer um, 
star star something industries um they kept the look and aesthetic of that book of the early 1960s and just injected it into this sci-fi futuristic story so yes you are in space yes you are an explorer in the same vein as a modern star trek or or uh, the expanse or whatever what have you it's it's that but it's also look you know some of the spaces look like june cleaver's living room you know it's 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 incredible just the the visual the aesthetic and how the technology is chonky and analog even though it's a digital display you know it's it's really cool and and i really dug the experience (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah in, in a lot of ways uh nasa retro i would say yeah nasa retro um, you know, lots of lots of big dials and flashing lights and antenna and just and 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 beyond the technology, the visuals of the environment that it puts you in was really unique. It's it's the first game I've played, and I think it does even a better job than Deliver Us Mars. In it's not in virtual reality, but I found myself getting just kind of lost on what I saw on the monitor. And just standing there and looking at the vistas that it that it gave me, and and then on top of it, it's a really fantastic sci-fi story. So I can't highly recommend the Invincible. It's like it's like twenty five bucks, twenty five or twenty nine ninety nine or something like that. And for an eight to ten hour gameplay, um, you're not gonna if you're a space game fan, you're not gonna find anything that I think is is as uh, it, that is as highly engaging as this game is so that's kind of my recommendation um if we're if we're doing that sort of thing i highly recommend the invincible okay i'll keep and, an eye on um, it if it goes on sale yeah um firefly board games that's the other big thing that's been going on I, i've i've been loving it it's that time of year yeah. uh gather gather around a table with friends and throw dice that's that's been incredible that's awesome so yeah that's that's me in a nutshell um listen uh starfield is an incredible game but it does get boring after a time after you spend some time with it and i have found that i'm there right now i'm taking a break from it but it doesn't mean that it's a bad game and that i'm never going to play again i will play again it's just it's going to be a little bit before I get that honestly that that's, urge. Yeah, that's just how Bethesda games are for me. Um, yeah. and for yeah. a lot of people, like you play them and like you don't realize everything you're doing in the moment, but it's like you're really like doing stuff. Like you can't trailblaze a Bethesda game and like not just be constantly doing something. Like you're always going to be grinding, and I think that's kind of what passively makes it boring all of a sudden. Is like you just kind of get this feeling of like, yeah, I think I've kind of had all my thrills I can have right now. <laughs> and so you get an idea, you know, until so you get an idea for another character. That was was always fun in Skyrim is like all the different races give you different, you know, different abilities. Yeah. Like the Argonians can just they can breathe underwater and, you know, so it changes the way the game plays completely. I, I, I will say this. I, I've seen other people's feeds on like Facebook and things like that where they they show you how something is different in their new game plus right and i'm I'm trying not to go too spoiler heavy but we are talking about new game plus 
they they show things that are like dramatically different from when you first play the game right and i feel like i feel a little bit of a letdown because i've gone through a couple of new game pluses but my universe is the same it's like i've not seen any of those you know my dice rolls i guess haven't come up well enough to where i get something dramatically different to make the game interesting again Mm. and i think that's kind of where i'm stuck right now but uh you know it's it's fine it's fine have you done all the faction have you done all the faction quests i have not no and i probably that's yeah that that when i fire it up again that's probably a direction i'll go yeah there you have it yeah i'm i'm on a uh i need to finish starfield i still need to get to new game plus i haven't even finished the main game campaign yet oh dude i'm sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> no so, you're oh, good. i, I, I already think about the yeah no i already know yeah. the twist though so it's it's all good but like um okay. all right yeah yeah it's all good um yeah it, it's funny like em and i we play Fortnite. like that's like our main game um but i've been playing i've been kind of down on destiny recently i just haven't really wanted to be play it i i've mainly the only thing that's been giving me satis true satisfaction lately has been like working on music truthfully mm. um so and it's i've realized like for a while gaming wasn't like hitting like it used to and i think i think like that was my mind telling me you need to do something else like you need to work on something else but now i'm kind of getting that itch to play games again so it's like now that i've worked on a couple of songs a couple of them are coming out on spotify soon um, or wherever you lis- listen to your music. But like, since I've done that and I know I have a couple songs that I'm still working on, it's almost like subconsciously my mind's like, okay, now you can play video games. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you've got some projects in the queue. Like now you can play video games, you know? Yeah. So it's, 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 I do feel that, you know, we're, we're me and my wife both were kind of phasing into hopefully a new, a new, cycle <laughs> like what you were saying you know yeah you 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 let off the show talking about um lack of interest in certain certain things that you used to have interest in yeah and and i will speak to that for just a moment because uh one game that came out in this fall that i did spend a little bit of time with was forza motorsport mm. and i, I hopped into did it. not yeah mm-hmm. um it was good for a few hours, but I wasn't as impressed with the game as I thought I was going to be, which was a little bit disappointing. The weird thing is, it, it's been weird because, you know, our, our the FRL, right? And, and they're active on Discord, and they've been very active with the release of Forza Motorsport, so much so that they've already got a series put together and starting this weekend is the first race in that series. And it's so weird to not be plugged into that. Yeah. I, I ended up, I, I took a step back. I, I, I'm no longer the, the head. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't head it up. I'm not the, whatever you would call it, chief. The liaison. The, the leader, whatever, whatever you want to describe that as. Uh, I, I stepped out of that position, um, promoting it writing stories, things like that, that all of those things that I had been involved in, it's like none of it has interested me at all. So that's been very yeah. weird for for me personally. 
um, knowing that it's out there, but not wanting to be plugged into it. Yeah. And I'm not sure why that's the case, but that's just where I'm at right now. And I'm, I'm just trying to be okay with letting it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, th- and that's, that's been a weird thing. That's a, this is a weird cycle that I didn't expect to have to go through, but, uh, here I sit, um, they're going to race Sunday and I don't really have any plans to involve myself in it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to race. I, and honestly, I, I think, you know, when you pick up and play a game, you know, if it's quality or not, like if you're a gamer, mm. you know, I get my hands on a lot of games and it doesn't matter what game it is. Like you can feel if it's quality or not. And I'm not saying that Forza Motorsport isn't quality, but it's baseline quality. It, it's not. It's not special. Like it. it it's not a standout. It innovates yeah. in no way, shape, or form. Yeah. Like if yeah. a race fan came to me, and I can say this because I have both games now. I bought Gran Turismo Seven um, on sale, and I know there's kerfuffle with that. That game is fun. The mm. adaptive triggers, like I, I've never like. I'm racing almost like, you know, like not every day, but like every other day, like I hop in and I do a couple of challenges and like, I'm really enjoying myself with it. And like, it's like, yeah, I have zero desire to, to really ever, I have it downloaded on my PC still, but it's like, when am I going to feel the need to boot up so, Forza? Yeah. So you've played Forza. You said, does it, does it legitimately feel flat to you? Like it like feels, the- yeah. I mean, it, it, I played it for a couple of hours and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it feels good. Like it feels, it feels good. But it, there was nothing about it that was like, yeah, it's not yeah, special. I, it, like it's, it's the, the same. It's like, it's like the iPhone. It's like, yep. It's the same crap you did last year. Like, you know, yeah. The, the car that they picked for this current series, I, I cannot get excited about because it doesn't feel any different than it did in Forza six. And it's, it's a different race car. But it doesn't, the game doesn't feel like it's, it's not giving me anything more. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's a new game. It's a, it's a new, it's, it's new software. It should give me something more. It right. should present me with something that is going to make it feel like it's worth my time. And it just hasn't. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, like, my, my yeah. enthusiasm for racing right now is really at an all time low for like, as far back as I can remember right now, the next time we get like, cause you know, we live in the, it's funny we're on zoom, but like we live in the same town. I want to bring my PlayStation over. And <laughs> That's a relative you... term. It's a, it's about a 45 minute trip out to your house. Is it really that far away? Um, close no. between 30 and 45. Yeah. No, yeah, I, well, I, we get to, cause we drive past your house, like on the way to meeting. That's it's true. like, yeah. it's like 25 minutes. 25 okay okay yeah yeah depending on I, I'm a, all right i I've, I've finished my whiskey i'm exaggerating yeah that. there you go they blame it on the liquor as usual um <laughs> uh but it's like what was my initial thought there we live in the same town yeah we live in the same town now so like when we get together next time maybe we can have a little segment i'll bring the playstation over and i want you to get hands-on with for with uh gran turismo i do have a new tv 
dude. I have finally upgraded to a 4K TV. Dude, nice. Yeah, nice. It's, so yeah, let's let's hook it up. Let's, let's I think, see what we got. I, I I think like literally. I mean, I don't know how long it's been since you've raced with a controller, but like. Um, oh, oh, believe it or not. I, I So when Forza Motorsport came out, I, I got the rig out. I got the wheel. I spent a couple of days playing it. Um, did not like how it felt with the wheel. So I ended up taking the Xbox controller and just hooking it up to the PC. And that's how I've played for yeah. a week after that. I'll put it to you this way. After you play Gran Turismo, I doubt like racing games with a controller will ever feel the same way. Mm. because yeah, this like, might not be a good idea <laughs> like i mean it, it's it takes it to a whole new level like because you have resistance on your triggers and you can yeah. see your gauges and like you can see how much pressure you're applying with your brakes and you have total control of it mm. and it, it's like i've yeah like and i'm not some kind of like racing wizard or anything like i drive with the line on all the time like that's how i drive and like it just feels really cool. That's all. And it sound the sounds like it sounds so cool. Like the oh man. And then the replays like the replays you have like a like a GoPro is behind you. So like I've literally watched almost all of my replays because it's just really cool looking to see <laughs> my guys like shifting, you know, and like trying to like go. Yeah. Like you can see where you need to adjust and stuff. And oh man, it's it's good. I really like I. I, I I, it was only like 40 bucks. So I was like, yes. you need to, yeah, at this point with that comment, I'm not a race car driver. You need to recut Primus. Uh, Jimmy was a race car driver. And just put, <laughs> put Gabe. Gabe was a race car driver in there. That's funny. Uh, Josh Fitzgibbon <laughs> showed me that song one time. That's so funny. Josh Fitzgibbon. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You, you yeah, met him. I worked Man. with him for a little bit. Uh, I, I was with him when he tacoed the wheel in his, uh, 04 Subaru <laughs> on a curb in Bentonville, Arkansas. Yeah. Get wrecked. Yep. Get wrecked, Josh. Love you, Josh. Yeah. You're not listening to this he's podcast. I'm he's sure, definitely, he but, thinks uh, I'm, he thinks I'm possessed, so he's definitely not listening. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. Like, I think that's just kind of part of getting older right it's like you kind of you always have an affinity for the things that you really like like i don't know i'm not some sage or like i'm so old or whatever but just because i'm not actively pursuing it doesn't mean i don't have fondness or you know enjoy it it's just not what i want to do right now you know and like there's nothing wrong with that yeah no it's not like i said before everything comes in cycles and wherever you're at in that cycle right now, um, it's fine. Accept it and just go go with the ride. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. It's a good song about that, too. It is. Why one of the greatest bands of all time. Some might there say you. the greatest band of all time. Well, let's not go that far. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> Ethan, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I, I have no notes. And I pretty much touched on all the things that I wanted to talk about. I'm good. So here. you're good here too. Don't mm-hmm. you just love it whenever it just comes together like that? And like, no, this, cohesive? this, do, do, do you feel that? Do you feel that? I do. We're done here. We are done here. <laughs> just the, it's like, I could keep going, but that's when we need to stop. You know, no after party yeah. tonight. Yeah. Don't, don't push it. No, no yeah. after party. No, we're good. 
All right. Well, let let this be our stepping stone to the next time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we want to leave a little bit of fuel in the tank so that we actually are happy to do it. And, like, not even ha- – I'm always happy to do it, but, like, I want to have the energy – to make time to do it and like commit to it. It's just been, it's been really hard these past few months to commit to anything. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel always my friends. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been punch counterpunch from the wannabe network. I have been, uh, it's been really great to just get behind the microphone. And these are the types of shows I really like to do. And this is, you know, going to be somewhat the style that, you know, Emma and I, use moving forward is is a little more candid i would say natural um there's no sense in like hiding how you feel obviously we don't want to if you have some something that is politically incorrect you know don't be don't be bringing that don't be bringing that up but just always remember to be yourself it's really important there's not enough of that happening and maybe that's why there's like no passion (laughs) anymore so with that, let's, let's leave a little passion there and I'll see you. I'll see you all next time. How about that? Good times. Noodle salad. Catharsis. Um, yeah, there you go. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, one sorry. more question. One more question for you, yeah. Ethan. <laughs> what, yeah. what was it like during, um, the Jurassic period. Is this an old person joke? <laughs> Cause I, I'm not down for that. Later guys. Hey there. Whether you've stumbled upon me through my music channel, my gaming channel, or perhaps a podcast, I genuinely appreciate you taking a moment to chill out here. You know, I've got a real passion for what I do. And you know, there's just something about creating that, keeps me coming back for more and i really don't think that's ever going to change i'm really stoked to share this journey with all of you if you want to see all the various projects that i'm associated with all those links are down in the description down below also you can check out my website where i like to write stuff as well i put a lot of sweat and love into this because i genuinely enjoy it and it's not just work to me it's a real passion so once again thank you thank you thank you so much for showing up today it really means a lot And uh, I'm going to finish playing myself out here. See you next time.